the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. From the book of Genesis, King James translation, 1611. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for November 17 to 24, 2017, uh, the new turkey moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. On these November days, we're witnesses to the unceasing meeting of cold and heat, summer and winter, as noted in the book of Genesis so many millennia ago. We might wake to the chilly sight of hoar frost covering the green grass and the low-lying wild plants that hug the ground, shining and sparkling like diamonds in their crystalline coats, stirring memories of winter's past. But as soon as the sun moves above the tree line, the frost vanishes, the grasses fresh and dew-damp, and memories of summer come flooding back. Little runnels and rills glaze over and fall silent at night, and then when day returns, they begin to chatter and chuckle again. Winter takes two steps forward while summer takes two steps back, and then summer steps forward and winter steps back in this most ancient dance. The Field and Forest Report now that the leaves are mostly gone, two kinds of wild berries stand out boldly along the roadsides, winterberry and bittersweet, red and orange. Scorned by horrified horticulturalists is a highly invasive species that climbs native trees and smothers them to death, but loved by birds who eat its orange and yellow berries, and by decorators who make wreaths with its pliable vine, Oriental Bittersweet, Celastris orbiculatus, fully lives up to its name, bitter for its strangling habits, and sweet for its beautiful berries. But maybe we can have both. Bittersweet grows mostly on the margins along roadsides and yards, it doesn't smother whole forests, but only an occasional tree near human habitations. All it takes is a little pruning to keep it under control and keep both the birds and the horticulturalists happy. Winterberry, um, Ilex verticillata, is America's native holly, though unlike English holly, it has no thorns and it loses its leaves in the fall. And what a year this is for winterberry. The roadsides are aglow with its crimson show. And soon, all over Maine, it will be tucked into flower boxes with balsam boughs and pine cones. According to the USDA, some 48 species of songbirds love winterberry, as well as snowshoe hare, white-tailed deer, and moose. I've seen flocks of robins giddy from gorging on the fermented fruit. They were having so much fun, I decided to try the winter berries myself, leading to the conclusion that robins have no taste buds, but still just want to have fun.
saltwater report. The tides do a dance similar to the seasons, but on a smaller scale. Twice a day, the shore yields to the sea and the sea to the shore. And oceanographers tell us that the place between low and high tides is among the richest and most diverse of ecosystems on this watery planet. And here's a rank opinion. This back and forth dance of cold and heat, winter and summer, happens on a far grander scale too. Climatologists tell us that the ice has rolled down out of the north many times, as far south as present-day New Jersey. Full disclosure, sometimes when forced to go to the big city, your commentator cannot suppress feelings of glee at the very thought of the glacier returning to scrape it all clean, leaving a mountainous McMoraine somewhere around Atlantic City. And then after several thousand years, the ice has retreated back to the polar regions, urged along its way by warm breezes from the south. This dynamic dance has repeated for eons, with neither cold nor heat dominating forever. If either one were to overwhelm the other, the earth would soon die. And in truth, it is the dance between the two which creates harmony for the earth and for its inhabitants. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from the American poet Robert Frost, 1874 to 1963. Some say the world will end in fire. Some say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. But if I had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. And from the Tao Te Ching 45, translated by Stefan Stennett, movement overcomes cold, stillness overcomes heat, peace and quiet govern the world. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>